Welcome to Truth and Focus. I'm Gordon Teeson, along with my co-host, Josh Cumston. In the studios today at Nebraska Christian Schools, we have our chapel speaker, Pastor Dale Phillips. Dale, welcome to the show today. Glad to be here, Gordon. Thanks. Dale, this morning you had an opportunity to share with our students here at Nebraska Christian. You used some drama. Just as I introduce you, you have been a pastor for many years in Hastings, and now you do Care Actor Ministries. Could you just take a minute for our listeners and share a little bit about your ministry and, okay. and how they can contact you too, just because okay. I know you do a lot of speaking and traveling mm -hmm. and we want to encourage our listeners to consider having you come to their churches. I know this summer, my own church, you came, mm -hmm. you helped us do an outreach in West Omaha, and that was a very effective the way you use drama and, and puppets with children. So tell our listeners a little bit about the ministry you do and maybe some of the places you've been recently. Okay. It's uh, all about story, really. When I moved into this from the pastorate full-time about 11 years ago, I thought more of a drama ministry, and it was communicating the dynamic truths, the, the dramatic arts. My wife said, what you're really doing is storytelling. 11 years later, it's storytelling. <laughs> she was right. And it's communicating story. I see the Word of God being a story filled with stories, all meant to make a difference with our story. So we try to highlight those stories from the Word by biblical characters, as well as highlight biblical principles, like, say, using puppets and a variety of other prop characters, depending on the age that we're sharing with. And God has allowed us to do that now for the last 11 years. It's a real delight to share those sorts of stories. This last weekend, I was able to go further than I normally go, which is out to the state of Washington and helped with an Awana leadership conference in the region out there. And this next weekend, I'll go a little further than I normally go. Normally, I stay around, and God's let me bloom kind of where I'm planted in Nebraska and Kansas and just right near here. This next weekend, I'll be going out to Wyoming. There's a general practitioner out there, graduate of Hastings College, Dean Bartholomew and his wife, and I'll have a chance to go out there and share. Well, our listeners can always contact Nebraska Christian to get a hold of your contact information, but why don't you also share with us the website where they okay. can get a hold of you at? www.careactor, that's care and actor put together, dot com. That will take them to our website. We'd be glad to hear from them. Dale, I've, I've had a chance to, to know you and get to hear you quite a few times over the years, and oftentimes you bring Bible people to life and really hammer home some truths with, with what they were feeling and seeing and doing and make them real people to, to students and to adults alike. This morning, you went a little bit different direction with your character mm -hmm. for, our, for our older students. Right. You know, as you thought about that, why was that character the way you wanted to impress upon them the, the Word of God? Well... A portion of the word and of the story is the need to deal with the darkness. I mean, from Genesis 3 uh, right on through. As I shared with the students this morning, our main goal isn't to fight the darkness, but to walk in the light. But as we seek to walk in the light, the scripture is quite clear that we need to be ready and be aware that the enemy, the darkness, principalities and powers of this dark world uh, need to be stood against. And so a number of years ago, this character kind of surfaced, I think probably inspired, we were talking a little bit earlier, Josh, from C.S. Lewis sort of screw tape letters, the idea of what it would be like to hear from someone looking at the gospel from the other side. And so that's kind of where that character came from. And I always do it a, a little bit cautiously because I never want to bring glory at all to the darkness. But I, I do think at times helpful to be aware of that, not mainly focused on that, but uh, aware. 
It's interesting you talked about the real plan is to neutralize. Yeah. Neutralize the Christians. Mm-hmm. It seemed to resonate with students. Have you had that interaction with people who have seen that character before, and how has it impacted them? I think it just helps to clarify the battle lines. And I think John 10.10, I didn't really highlight that scripture today. We were more in Ephesians 6 today. But the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And Jesus said, I came that you might have life and have it to the full. So I think those are the battle lines. Jesus came for us to have life, and so the enemy wants to keep us from having that life. And the darkness owns us, of course, until we accept the light through Jesus and become a child of light. And once we are a child of light, the darkness can't own us again, but will try to keep us from living that fullness of life. Let's join Pastor Dale with today's message. There's one of my puppets that has become the favorite wherever I go, without a doubt. Wherever I go and bring this puppet out, I usually count on someone coming up afterwards and trying to get a closer look or a peek. And it's such a, a, a good help to introduce what we're going to be doing today. And so if you don't mind, just be a kid for a moment. Hello. <laughs> my name's Billy. Big mouth bass. Billy, what was your mama telling you? My mama said, watch out what worm I eat. Why? She said, some people will put a worm on a hook. She said, if I ate a worm on a hook, I could end up in a frying pad. So what happened? Swimming around the other day, saw the biggest, fattest, juiciest looking worm I had ever seen. Looked around, didn't see mom. The worm looked perfectly good, so I went swimming up to get myself a great big bite. That's when I saw it, something shiny. Uh-oh, hook. I began to swim back as fast as I could. It didn't catch my mouth to catch me, but it hooked my eye and yanked it right out. <laughs> Be careful what worm you eat. You shall know the truth. The truth will keep you swimming free. Christmas is coming up. What do you want for Christmas this year, Billy? I want a metal detector. (laughs) Ephesians chapter number 6, starting in verse number 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the fisherman's schemes. Oh, wait, the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, uh, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you will be able to stand your ground. And after you've done everything, to stand. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes with the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. Friends, there's a struggle going on. I've had a chance over the last few years to go out to Colorado once in a while and do some fly fishing. That doesn't mean you fish for flies, but you go and you actually go into the stream and, you, and, and, and the, the guides out there are amazing because they'll kind of look and gauge and kind of see what's going on, see what kind of bugs are flying around. Then they'll pull out of their, their arsenal of stuff, a, a little artificial sort of looking thing and put it on there and you just put that out there in front of the, the, ba- the fish. And what you're trying to do is lure or fool the fish so you can catch yourself a fish. I've been totally unsuccessful. Uh, totally. 
I'm gaining quite a reputation for being a lousy fisherman. But anyway, and with the backdrop of Billy just having, there are factors and forces that are fishing for you and for me. We struggle not. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. There are forces and factors that are trying to catch us. Now, this isn't the front burner sort of stuff. Our main job isn't to fight the darkness. This is an Ephesians 6, not an Ephesians 1 sort of thing. Our main job is to walk in the light, but as we walk in the light, to come to the light and walk in the light, but as we come and walk in the light, we need to be ready to deal with the darkness. Thus, Ephesians 6. Be alert, be ready, be vigilant. Because it's, we're like a school of fish. And I want to alert you that there are factors and forces that are out to catch you. And with the fishing that we do out, if I were, to, were ever to catch a fish in this fly fishing sort of uh, adventure, I have a chance to maybe take my picture with it if it was big enough to hold. And then I would release it, catch and release, just for sport, catch and release. Friends, the f- factors and forces that are out to catch you and I, it's not catch and release. If they've got you on their stringer, their intent is to keep you there. Well, anyway, uh, I got thinking, what if we could call someone to give witness to this a little bit today? Someone who is among the fishermen. One of these principalities and powers, they're out to catch us. And so this character has developed. I do not do this character lightly. I do not do this character to bring any sort of glory uh, or uh, undue attention to the enemy. But friends, we need to be aware of the enemy. God wants us to be aware of the enemy. His truth detector says, be on guard, be alert. There is a devil and he does have schemes. So... Let me put on this vest. As I put on this vest, I'm going to step into a character, and then that character will share with you his view, what we hold to as precious and real as light. See what he thinks about it. I was there when the Almighty spoke everything that you see into being. I was there. I was among his heavenly choirs, singing his praises. Oh, the music you make is so piddly, so one-dimensional. The music we made had texture, a touch, as well as sound. It was marvelous, marvelous. I was there when the director of the heavenly choirs began to whisper, aren't I beautiful? And he is. Aren't I powerful? And he is. Why shouldn't I have the place of God? He says, no, no. I refused to listen at first. I did. I really did. But he kept on. Come on. Follow me. Why not follow me instead of he? Come on. I'll make you one of my inner circle. Finally, I gave in and joined him in the rebellion with a good third of the heavenly angels. But I was there when God thrust us out of his presence and locked us on this puny planet. Yes. I was there when God Almighty took particular delight in a piece of clay he had molded and breathed something of his own image into that piece of clay. And it took life. They took part of that one and made another one, a match set. How lovely. 
My master targeted this one that the Almighty had taken particularly interest in and approached the woman of the two and with a truth, half truth and then a full lie, had her eating out of his hand. <laughs> and didn't even have to worry about the man because she soon had him eating out of her hand. <laughs> and I was there when the Almighty called my master and the man and the woman into his presence and cast them from his presence. Yes, we had gained a foothold. Now from this foothold, we felt like, yeah, we felt like we were sure that someday we would do what we had originally tended to do to take over for the Almighty and to my master. God Almighty said this, that one day there would be a seed of woman and that seed of woman would come and my master would bite his heel, but the heel of this one would crush my master's head. We scoff! How could there ever be one that would come from these two that could ever do this to my master? But then they set up a, 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 a battle, an ongoing battle, a brother against brother, a, 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 a coming together of wickedness so great that the Almighty had to send a flood. Oh, again and again. Oh, so many. Oh, but always it seemed like the, the, the Almighty was one step ahead, but my master kept working. Almighty a step ahead, but my master kept working. And then one day, word comes that the Almighty was coming to our playing field. <laughs> he was allowing his very presence, his personhood, to be placed into the womb of a teenage girl. <laughs> oh, but there was a, a hedge that kept us from getting at him. Oh, we tried. We tried to take them, and we tried. Well, the boy babies there in Bethlehem, that was a try, but we, he was always a step ahead. Again, a hedge of protection, a protection, until he grew to be a man, and then the protection was gone, and my master was there with a temptation for this and a temptation for that and a temptation. But each time this God-man would take the almighty scriptures and thrust and thrust and thrust so my master had to retreat, but my master did not quit. He began to work with some of his favorite ones, the religious ones, found one from his own crew. And he, he finally worked to get the trap ready, get the trap ready, baited the trap, baited the trap, baited the trap, and then finally sprung his trap. <laughs> We had him. We had him beat. We had him spit upon the crown of thorns. My idea, particularly nice, don't you think? <laughs> and then led outside and I prayed it naked and then put upon that cross. Oh, lovely, lovely, lovely cross. <laughs> and there he hung. There he cried. There he cried out, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? <laughs> Yes, God Almighty was turning against himself. The, uh, yes, it was beautiful to see. And finally, he died. We felt like now, 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 now we could launch from this and do what we'd originally tend to do. There was a party. Uh, but I was assigned for grave duty. Uh, I was so angry. But I was there. I who had been there, seen the power of God in creation. I who has felt the very power of God. When he thrust us from his presence, when we rebelled, I was there. When from that tomb, there was an explosion of power. And anything, unlike anything I'd ever seen, we rushed to the entrance and we looked in and he was not there. I saw it in an instant. There would be a seed of woman my master would bite his heel, and thus he had done at the crucifixion. But he would crush my master's head, which he had done in the resurrection. But has my master quit? 
No. <laughs> you must admire him, mustn't you? <laughs> oh, I know what many of you are thinking. <laughs> Don't we know where we're going? Yes, we know. We know and believe more than many of you. We believe and we tremble. But our goal is simply this. To take as many of you with us as possible. Oh, I know what I know what you're thinking. Can't have you, can't have you. You've already accepted him into your life. You're right. If there was any way we could get you back, we would, but we cannot. But there is a flaw in the Almighty's plan. You know what it is? <laughs> Do you know what the Almighty's main way, his main method that he has for bringing those who are still under our ownership to be under his ownership? Do you know what his main method is? <laughs> you. <laughs> so all we have to do is neutralize you. We don't have to own you. No, no, no. We just have to neutralize you. Keep you quiet. Keep you from, from letting that light so shine. <laughs> so we have a scheme, a plan for each one of you. To keep you neutralized. And we're working on that plan. And we're working on that plan. Because we want to keep you from having any effect on those who are still in the darkness. So the plan is this. To keep those who never accepted. If you've never accepted, we'll have you never accept. That's our goal. And if you have accepted him, we'll keep you neutralized. So you'll not be any damage to us. That's our... <laughs> oh, 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 I hate it. Uh, you or someone else is realizing your power. To bind us back. But you'll eventually let down. You always do. We'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back. I do not do that character in any way, shape, or form, as I said, to bring glory to the darkness. But as the football team sets against Burwell tomorrow night, they'll do well not to underestimate their foal. To be ready. The worst thing you can do to step onto a field of battle is to not estimate or to underestimate your opponent, right? It is a chapter six issue. It's not a chapter one issue of Ephesians. Again, our job is not to fight against the darkness, to go spiritual demon hunting. No, 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 no. Our main job is to walk in the light, walk in the light, walk in the light. Have the light and walk in the light. But as we have the light and walk in the light, we need to be ready to be on the alert. And God tells us three things we need to be ready for. And to, to, to be ready that we need to be doing. Here we go. You note takers, here we go. First thing is to be properly strengthened. Be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Friends, our power isn't enough, but His is. Our power is enough, but His is. And His power lives in us. You sang it, didn't you? Our great God, greater than all. Friends, we make a mistake when we get up every day or any day and we go into that day with our strength, trying to do our best for God. Friends, it won't work. It's learning to surrender and let His best flow through us. The enemy trembles at the power of Almighty God and is not worried at all about yours and my power. So if He can get us to do our best for God in our strength, He's got us neutralized. Be strong in the Lord and the strength of His might. Be properly strengthened. Secondly, be properly shielded. 
be properly shielded. This whole armor of God thing. We could take a whole chapel service and talk nothing about that. A whole series of chapel services and talk nothing about that. It's just to be properly shielded. Again, the football team is a steps to go on the field against Burwell tomorrow evening will have itself armored. Would be foolish to go on there in the field without a helmet on. Without the shoulder pads. I played a long time ago, we, but it was after the use of leather helmets. We, we did have real, You want to have armored and be ready to be equipped to step on the field. You want to underestimate, you want to be in the right strength, and you want to be properly, be properly shielded. Shield the helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, belt of truth, footwear of the gospel of peace, shield of faith, sword of the spirit. Friends, it all boils down to Jesus. Welling up from his strength from the inside. Who is our salvation? Jesus. Who is our righteousness? Jesus. Who is... Uh, our truth, Jesus, who is our gospel of peace, Jesus. Friends, and we hold on to him who holds on to us in faith, and we hold on to his word, written and person, because there is a person dimension of the word, and he is Jesus, John 1, 1. We just allow ourselves to be dressed out in Jesus. Friends, if when the devil comes for us, he comes fishing for us, and he finds us in the strength of God, dressed in the, in, in the armor of God, in Jesus himself, friends, he goes picks on somebody else. Be ready. Be properly strengthened, properly shielded, and lastly and not leastly, be properly supported. Properly supported. 18th verse, chapter number 6. Be in prayer for one another. People have been to war together. There's a bonding. Because when you step into the field of battle, you trust the person next to you to have your back, and they trust you to have theirs. Their life depends upon it. Same thing when you go onto a volleyball court, you go onto a football field. There's a there's the camaraderie there, a team there. The armor that is mentioned is mostly a frontal sort of armor because the model that Paul was using here was a Roman soldier and his armor was frontal because the Roman never ran from a battle, always went to the battle. But we have an enemy that loves to attack us from the rear at times. So what do we do? I think that's where it would be properly supported. You see, as I wear my armor and you wear your armor and we stand back to back, where is he going to attack us? If I've got your back, you've got mine. If we are together and we circle up and face outward and we join together, the enemy doesn't have an angled attack. And again, he'll go find someone else who's trying to do it solo. And when someone else, and when someone goes down in battle, then the, the, we, we, we gather around that one and we look to help that one up as we seek to protect. And again, it's being supportive of each other, encouraging of each other properly supportive of each other, praying for one another. If we'll be properly strengthened, strong in the Lord and the strength of His might, if we'll put on the full armor of God and we are ready, praying in the Spirit on all occasions for one another, supportive of one another in our praying and our living, standing back to back, friends, that is a submitting to God, James 4, 7 says, since we submit to God by being strong in Him, by being shielded in Him, by being supported by the family of faith, friends, He must flee. He is a defeated foe. He is a wily foe. He is a determined foe, but he is defeated. Be alert this day. The battle is real. Be properly strengthened. 
properly shielded, properly supported. Let's be used of God. Not to be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Romans 12. Let's be ready. Let's pray. Lord God Almighty, take your word and uh, do what you want to and need to today with that word by your spirit in our lives. Lord, too often we just get up and go through, I say, I go through my day unaware of the spiritual dimensions that flow around me without aggressively walking in the light, without aggressively being strengthened in you, shielded in you, supported by others in you. And too often I become neutralized. I pray that this generation, this generation, this Nebraska Christian generation will step into life now and as far as long as they live, an overcomer in you. Living out their life as an overcomer in you. And that you'll use them in a mighty, powerful, holy way to see many, to be used by you, to see many, many, many escape the ownership of the enemy, of the darkness, to become possessions, children of light. Protect them, Lord God. Make them aggressive, passionate, dependent, totally on you in the battle. To you be the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to a message by Dale Phillips, Care Actor Ministries. If you would be interested in contacting him to come to your church, your school, or your activity, you can reach him through going through Nebraska Christian Schools. Well, this wraps up the program today. You've been listening to Truth and Focus. For my co-host, Josh Cumston, this is Gordon Thiessen. Thanks for joining us as we encourage, engage, and equip Christians in today's culture war while bringing the truth in focus.